The TV freak is Scott Goodings. He joins us every fortnight to talk television. G'day, Scott. Good morning, Pav. I nearly called you freak. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm good. Excellent. Uh, good topic, this one. Yeah, I was listening to your interview the other night about um, with Ashley Wilson about the Brett Whiteley book. Oh, yep, yep. The first thing I thought was there is a TV link because Brett's daughter, Arky Whiteley, was an actress. She was in Mad Max 2 and she was in <laughs> the Russell Mulcahy um, horror film Razorback, mm. but she was also in TV shows like A Town Like Alice with um, Brian Brown and Helen Morse and she was in Prisoner. Oh. Yeah, so, but then I thought, yeah, we could talk about um, characters who were painters, illustrators, sculptors. Yep. Look, and I was surprised at how many I found because I couldn't think any of the top of my head. But then I, I looked into it and there's quite a few. Also, uh, you know, we want to include crafties in there because they don't often get a, get a run on their own. And, and maybe some that aren't eccentric, aren't abstract and don't wear berets and smocks. Because there is a trope like that in TV shows about artists, isn't there? They're always temperamental, flying off the handle. Right, all right. Look, and, you know, quite often you see knitting going on in the background or a little bit of uh, paper mache, macrame. I can't think of any of the top of my head. There are all those, those art programs like, um, you know, uh, Portrait Painter of the Year and Landscape Artist of the Year, that sort of stuff. They're, they're and the great, the great Pottery Throwdown. Yes, there's another one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I suppose we'd like to explore more f uh, fictional TV stuff than reality TV, but either or. or. Uh, Peter in Morfordville actually wants to talk about the Adams family. G'day, Peter. Yeah. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Look, uh, I think uh, a classic uh, character in the Adams family is Lewis. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you, you knew it was him when he used to say, you rang. Yes. And uh, then the... Then the the character that uh, that uh, uh, interests my uh, sons who are Generation Y, uh, who missed out on the original, are always intrigued by Thing. Yeah, Thing. He's the a, hand. Yes, the hand. I know the hand. And I do remember a quiz question in the past there, Peter, when uh, uh, someone came to visit the Adams family and Thing, Thing had a bit of a fling with another hand. <laughs> <laughs> her name was Lady Fingers. <laughs> she was the hand servant for a visiting <laughs> dignitary. Uh, and, and my younger son wanted to be like uh, Uncle Fester, so he shaved his head <laughs> at 12 years of age. Could have been worse, Peter. He could have been putting light bulbs in his mouth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, as you look, uh, it was a classic house, the old Adams Family Mansion. Well, Alan on Facebook mentioned an episode involving the artist where um, Grandmama was taking painting lessons and an art critic said she wasn't going too well. So Gomez hired Picasso to help her out, <laughs> except it wasn't, it wasn't Pablo, it was <laughs> Sam Picasso. His cousin. <laughs> and they ended up locking him in, uh, in the basement, he escapes. And um, Wednesday ends up painting all these paintings, which the art critic thinks were Sam Picasso, and Sam Picasso ends up becoming a cause celeb in the art world. They were a very cultured family, the Adams family. They were, uh, like lineage everywhere. There was artists, musicians, everything in that family. See, Morticia used to go for a bit of craft. Uh, she, did a, she did a bit of pruning. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, with she, plants, yeah. She pruned the heads off the roses and just kept the stalks. It's uh, flower pressing. Flower pressing's yeah. an art, isn't it? Well, uh, she actually did a bit of paper cutouts as well, and she used to yeah. cut out paper dolls with three heads. <laughs> and she, apparently she used to knit sweaters with three arms as well. Mm. So, And Wednesday, Wednesday's paintings included a picture of trees with human heads. <laughs> Right back in the 60s. That's ahead of its time, isn't it, on TV? Way ahead of its time. (laughs) Should have been in colour, Scott. Yeah, should have been. So, look, there's there's one example, the Adams family, bit of craft and art going on in that household. Ian says, uh, isn't TV series The Ghost of Mrs Muir, doesn't the ghost rise from the painting each time? I was thinking he might do that too. That's another thing they have in um, TV shows, isn't it, When when the painting comes alive. Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode who gets smart like that. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you about a bit later. Uh, Greg wants to say, I take all my housekeeping tips from the Adams family. <laughs> uh, better that than probably the Brady Bunch. Um, I've got here as well, Hogan convinced Clink uh, his art was uh, unique so that uh, Clink would sell it to an art dealer in town who was an underground agent with allied info that Hogan tucked into the inside of the frame, says JC. Yeah. And someone wanted to mention soap. Uh, someone kept a puppet in the fridge. I don't remember that. I do remember Billy Crystal. Was it Billy Crystal's character? Who, no, it was another another one. Had a puppet, didn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, Jay Johnson. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not yeah. sure ventriloquy is a is a craft or an art. Yeah. Could beg to differ with that one, but anyway. Any any part of you want to particularly mention making making the puppet might be an art. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure if you did that. But, yeah, certainly a uh, yeah, ventriloquy. That'll come under a different category. I'm sure we'll look at something like that down the track, Scott. TV dolls, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, in in Colombo, there was um, an artist, Max, ba- Max Barsini, who's, of course, again, he was a temperamental artist, and his first wife went missing, so um, pretty murdered, and Colombo had to investigate that. But while he was there, Colombo got his portrait painted. Yeah. The, the artist yeah. was trying to flatter him and throw yeah. him off the scent by painting his portrait. Didn't work, though. Colombo it's was a, all over it. <laughs> I was looking at it today. It is a lovely portrait, though. Lots of very, like, watery greens and watery blues. We can be all critical in this, Pav. We, oh, good. You're going to be a bit of the art yeah. critic in yeah. Scott's coming out. Uh, that, you, you sound like that sister. What was her name? <laughs> Oh, Sister Wendy. Sister Wendy. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Yeah, she had her own series of the history of art. Don't get too highbrow on us. No, I don't. But, uh, but you're right. Look, the one I wanted to talk about, you're talking about real art. Um, remember Good Times? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that JJ? Yep. Was he, was he the one who darn all might? Was yeah. He kept saying that. Um, well, he, uh, the painting The Sugar Shack, which is at the start of the, the show... Yeah. Which is like in the credits and stuff. That's uh, actually a real painting uh, by an artist called A. Baines, who was an ex-NFL player, believe it or not. Yep. Do you know any of this? I do, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the <laughs> do you know how much it's worth now, that painting? It was sold recently. Well, it was actually a replica that was sold. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of them because, yeah, one of them was um, the cover of um, Marvin Gaye album, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and that one, which was the original, um, Eddie Murphy bought back in 1984 yeah. for $50,000. The the artist did a reproduction um, yeah. more recently. They estimated they'd only get 200 grand for it, but actually there was a bidding frenzy and it went for $16 million. <laughs> 
So, and that was just a replica of the Good Times painting, which is called Sugar Shack. Um, so you mentioned what Eddie Murphy's picked up there. Nice. Yeah, nice I think it was it was someone like a venture capitalist in Texas bought it, and they've loaned it. The the one that was used for Good Times, they've loaned it to um, a local museum hmm. in Texas, which is you know a bit bit of bit very philanthropic of them but yeah the um the ernie barnes style is pretty amazing it's like very elongated mm. characters isn't it like distorted bodies it's, it's, um, russell yeah, drysdale. It yeah, almost a bit like the australian painter russell drysdale yeah. sort of style of yeah, elongated cartoony type characters really good paintings though yeah there, there was actually a good because um, because they lived in in the projects in Chicago, the Evans family, and um, there was a bank that commissioned JJ to do a a, a, um, a painting, and they said they were the first the first Black American bank, and they wanted a representation of the the area. And JJ painted, you know, people hanging around the light, light the the pool hall and just hang around the streets. And yeah, the 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 black back manager was irate because he said, "No, no, these aren't these aren't the people I want to represent my bank." And and the Evans family said, "No, no, these are the real people. These are the real people no. in the area." And he had to fight to get his commission because they weren't going to pay him. But yeah, there's a bit of politics underpinning that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> the credit, you know, art, the integrity of art, and getting paid as well. Uh, good morning, Steve in Shell Harbour. Yeah, g'day, Pav and Scott. Um, I'm hoping you can help me. I used to watch a British show. It's a really good show about an art restorer who used to catch um, criminals who stole art and things. And the lead actor went on to play the lead role in Deadwood. I think the show was his name. Yeah, it was Ian McShane in Lovejoy. Lovejoy, that was it. And he, he was an antique stealer. Um yeah, who used he to did, occasionally he did some he, art as well. Yeah, and he occasionally used to get ripped off, and he'd have to, um, you know, get, he's get his revenge and get his money back. But he was always staying just on the right side of the law. Yeah, it was an, an English show from the eighties of like about you know seven or eight series. Pretty good. Very good show. Thank yeah. you. Nice work. Well done, Steve. There you go. Love joy solved uh, that problem for Steve. Good work, yeah. Scott. Good morning, Owen. Good morning, um, Michael and Scott. Yes, I wanted to talk about The Simpsons. There's an episode, I know I mentioned another one on Scott's page, I think, but there's an, uh, another episode where Homer um, inadvertently becomes an artist because he's trying to build a, a do-it-yourself do barbecue he, um, and he dadling mangles the uh, barbecue and makes it an absolute wreck and then he tries to take it to the store for a refund, and of course it's rejected. And on the way home, um, his car collides, and the and the barbecue sort of goes, the mango barbecue goes flying off. But it, um, I think it hits the car of uh, an artist, and she recognise she um, she recognises it as a work of art. So she sends it over to. Um, the Louvre and Mr. Burns buys it as a work of art, 
And so Homer becomes famous. Um, unfortunately for him, you know, he's not an artist, and Marge gets jealous because he's been trying to do <laughs> genuine art for a long time. But he's not an artist, so his subsequent works all look, um, all look too similar and sort of get rejected. So what he does in the end is um, inquired, uh, um, inspired by Lisa, who... Um, you know, c- c- encourages his t- him to think outside the box and just sort of do abstract art. He, en- <laughs> he ends up um, flooding the city. He um, he he um, he, re- he releases all the uh, he, the water from the fire hydrants and um, he blocks up all the sewers and um, puts snorkels <laughs> on the animals in the zoo. It's and a bit, bit of so performance art. <laughs> The whole it gets very realistic, and so the whole city is flooded, and then but all the um, uh, and so he sits, sits up on the um, roof, and all the citizens and all the art like all the artists and all that um, just enjoy it as a great piece of work of art. It's actually, I mean, it sounds it is incredibly ridiculous, but it's very well done. That's, I don't think I've seen that episode, Scott. Have you? <laughs> Oh, I've seen it, yeah. I'm just, I can't help but think of the Simpsons episode where Marge painted Mr Burns. Oh, I know, I've got that one down here as well. <laughs> and I've, I've just got the image of Mr Burns in my mind that I can't be, that cannot be removed because she paints him naked. Oh, she does indeed, and then she unveils it in front of everybody and there's a big... <gasps> Yeah, and you know the best part of that scene is when she unveils the naked photo, the naked painting of Mr. Burns and Smithers faints. <laughs> <laughs> he can't take it. He's gone. Oh. Oh. She also Marge did a bit of craft as well, Scott. <laughs> she did. I've got her um, that she she used to make sculptures out of popsicle sticks. <laughs> and she she got quite famous because Kent Brockman uh, discovered her that she did these sculptures on um, popsicle sticks, and he decided to feature her on in Springfield tonight or something like that. Night, yeah. And she has a big exhibition, and Homer, I think, he's late for the exhibition or somehow he's doing something, and he he falls over all her art, which is on the front lawn, and <laughs> smashes them all. <laughs> big trouble. It is. It is a, th- a theme in shows of um, housewives. Dabbling in art, and Carolyn on Facebook mentioned um, in the Brady Bunch. Yeah, when when Carol, the the mum, enrolled in the sculpture um, course, and she did a clay sculpture of Mike Brady's head, which ended up being smashed because in another plot and in the same show, the kids were trying to uh, scare Alice because she said she didn't believe in ghosts, and she came home and looked over and saw this head, which she thought was a burglar, <laughs> and she. And she smashed Mike's head. <laughs> a bit of complex plot there for the Brady it was. Bunch. Yeah, yeah. To, to bring them both together was great. But, um, you know, that was the theme in the 70s, you know, the, the housewife exploring art. Yeah, yeah. No, there was a bit of that going on. Uh, yeah. There was also another one of Sherwood Schwartz's uh, wonderful productions, Gilligan's Island. I think there was an artist on the island for one episode, wasn't there? There was. He was a... Um, uh, yeah, Donald mentioned him on Facebook, the the Russian, um, the, the Soviet abstract artist, Alexa- Alexandra Gregor Dubov. And he'd been living on the island, apparently, unbeknownst to them, and he had a radio. Um, and they tried to convince him to return 
to civilization. They want to use his radio. Um, but in the end, Mr. Howell put him up in a um, in a painting competition against Gilligan, and he got so outraged he made a raft out of his paintings and fled the island. And, they, <laughs> and the radio was all uh, the radio was corroded anyway. So again, they were. They were stuck. Kept on the island, yeah. Uh, he thought he was able to get off the, the island. With, with the his raft of paintings, oh, no. yeah. Why didn't they think of that? <laughs> um, okay, John in Home Hill. G'day, John. Morning, boys. Hey, um, I'll bring an all-time favourite. I think um, Sherman Potter was pretty handy at yeah. his horse yeah. and radar and, and all that sort of thing. He was always pretty handy at putting brush to canvas. I think there's a few episodes where he's painting, isn't there? Yeah, he's painted a few, but the one I really wanted to bring up was, um, what's the, um, it's on the ABC, the bloke that does the portraits. Um, oh, Ando. Ando. Yes, he's brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's certainly Would made Would that it, qualify? Made it his own. Certainly yeah. does, John, yeah. Yeah. It would have been wrong for us to go through this segment and not mention Ando, and uh, is, that, is that show still going, Scott? Um... It's it's still an eye view, yeah. I mean, the the premise of the show, if you haven't seen it, he interviews um, a celebrity, a historical figure of note, and they tell their story, interviews them while he paints them. Yeah, Hmm. And then there's a big reveal at the end because they don't see him painting it, of course, while he's painting it. Hmm. Good suggestions, John. Top of the evening to you. See ya. And you as well, mate. Drive carefully, hey? Yeah. Um, I'm always, you know, those reveals that they do. Yeah. Because they do that in the great portrait artist as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're worried one time they're going to get outraged or something. Well, some of them are pretty ordinary portraits. And <laughs> on, th- on, the, on the great on the portrait of the year. Yeah. yeah. And you're thinking, you know, they, they don't like that. You can tell. <laughs> they're saying they like it. They're yeah. nodding their head. They're saying, oh, that's great. But you can tell they're really thinking... That is just garbage. <laughs> I, I was, but just um, back to Mash, Colonel Potter. I was looking at some of his paintings today online, and um, he's got one of Winchester yelling. But my favourite was when he painted Klinger in the old um, Greek style. We had him naked with a discus, <laughs> like he was an Olympic <laughs> athlete, you know, of the original Olympics. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, he probably should have painted him in a woman's dress, shouldn't he? Yeah, bit of colour and movement. Obviously saw him as, you know, the the symbol of the, you know, the Greek culture. We're Ancient talking, Greek culture. We're talking to Scott Goodings, the TV freak this morning, all about TV artists and craftists. Some of these texts, Scott, I've got Kane from Scottsdale in Tassie, says in Sooty and Sweep they used, uh, uh, used to paint a bit in episodes. Yeah. Very, very funny show. Sooty and Sweep, what's that? Is that a kid's show? They were puppets ah. with Harry Corbett, not Harry H. Corbett from Steptoe and Son, Harry Corbett, and right. later his son Matthew took over. There was Sooty and Sweep. Um, yeah, they were like little bears. Were they dogs? I'm not sure. <laughs> were they painted? They no. painted, yeah. Mm-hmm. In there with their, you know, put paintbrushes in the puppet hands. Yeah. <laughs> I've got here a craft on your TV. You can't go past the repair shop, Foxtel. Uh, great, talented crafters using very old methods. That's Jennifer in Croydon Park. That's one of those reality TV shows, yeah, where they do a bit of leather work and basically repair old things. It isn't. A, it's a pretty interesting show. There was also that show that was on TV last year, the miniature show. When they yeah, the miniature show. Yeah, mm. yeah, that repair show is very. 
gets very emotional, doesn't it, when they, they repair, like, childhood bears and yeah. childhood chairs. Rocking, and, rocking horses that used to belong And bring to, them to life. Yeah. Sometimes it is a bit creepy. They bring childhood dolls back. Mm. They bring them back a bit too lifelike with yeah. those dolls' eyes. You know, <laughs> one, they, follow you, <laughs> they follow you around the room. I'm telling you, TV dolls, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> it could be on. Yeah. Uh, Shane in Irish Town, Tasmania says, "How about Mr. Squiggle?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to mention Mr. Squiggle, don't we? Yeah, for sure. Um, I uh, was at um, yeah, B, B Sniff on Facebook mentioned uh, that he was yeah, Mr. Squiggle was the the greatest abstract um, <laughs> artist the B- Australia's produced. You say B Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's B. Not, Smith. That's not Lee B. Smith, is it? No, no, no. Pre- yeah, Australia's premier um, abstract artist, <laughs> 1959 to 97. Uh, I've got here, in soap, Jody played Billy Crystal, hides Bob the dummy, little guy with a smart mouth, in the fridge. And Chuck freaks out. Oh. Okay, that's the episode there. But just ventriloquism, not craft. Ash in no. Adelaide says, and of course there's that episode of Foldy Towers where Polly has drawn Basil as a pile of rubbish wearing a tie. Yeah, because Polly was an artist, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. Well, she, and, she yeah. Basil didn't appreciate her art at all. No, I was just thinking about Mr. Squiggle. I only realised today, even though I watched Mr. Squiggle all my life, I never realised Mr. Squiggle wore a smock. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was like a, you know, just a jacket or something. I never realised it was actually an art Didn't an he art put smock. it on just to do the painting? Yeah, it must yeah. have, yeah. yeah. But no, there's a, in um, Faulty Towers... You know, Polly's trying to flog one of her paintings to one of the guests. Oh, yeah. And Basil tells her off. And then Basil has a look at the painting and goes, it's disgusting. <laughs> like he does. Uh, but apparently her art was very good. Yeah. Yeah, she was very desperate to sell it, I remember. Mm. Yeah, offering at a really cheap price. It's, again, a bit of a time, isn't it, the, uh, the old art school? Yeah. Going to amateur art classes. G'day, George. Mm. G'day, guys. Hey. What Can you, you hear me? Yep, yeah, got you. Yeah, hi, George. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, you mentioned Mash and Colonel Potter. It sort of got me thinking in terms of Klinger. I mean, he should be in there for fashion design, really, shouldn't he? Is it as a craft? I mean, some of the dresses he came yeah, up with. dressmaking, but, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, but my favourite uh, artist segment, I think, ever was in the original Batman series with Adam West with the Joker when he entered an art competition with his epic uh, opus... Death of a Mauve Bat, which was an all-white canvas. And everybody's going up, and he's there just dabbing, not even touching the canvas, just pretending to dab, and just an all-white canvas. And they were going, but um, where's the bat, you know? What's the Mauve? Why is it all white? He said, well, it's dead. So you can't see It's just white. It was very existential, I thought. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, but I just it it, it it tickled my my fancy even as a young 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 whippersnapper. Yeah, look, so, the joker uh, the joker used to come up on my list as a potential artist when I was doing some research this morning. So um, oh, certainly he well, uh, you know it wasn't just his face that he painted. No, it must have created <laughs> created a bit of an impact. There's a score high on the the Google search there, uh, Pav. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, but, but you know, there, there are a few interesting comic book characters that have had. Uh, they tend to be artistic because they like to dress up in fancy outfits and you know either spout poetry or 
you know, play an instrument usually badly or, uh, you know, have, wear outrageous costumes. So the artistic temperament sort of uh, lends itself to uh, supervillains, obviously, I think. <laughs> yeah, in, the, in that um, episode, Pop Goes the Joker, he goes to the Gotham City Gallery and spray paints all the, um, all the, the masters that oh, they have in there. Right, yeah. And of course, what happens is they, you know, in a bit of a, it's a bit of a take on the whole pop, um, the whole um, pop art phenomena of the '60s. In what happens is, um, you know, everyone thinks, oh, the paintings are ruined, but they soar in price because no, right. uh, <laughs> of his performance. On the art scene, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he opens, uh, he opens his own art school for millionaires only. And I do love <laughs> in it. There was a character called Baby Jane Towser, and. Um, I, you know, I was watching it and I was Googling and everything at the time. And, yeah, yeah, Andy Warhol, one of his muses was Baby Jane Holzer. So there's a lot of lot of art references in there in that episode. If you're an art fan, check out that episode of Batman from the 60s. Well, even the whole look of Batman had that pop-up yeah. thing going on. So. Lichtenstein happening mm. with the pow and... Yeah, whap, bang, and whack. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, it reminds me a bit of Get Smart, actually, because there was an episode of Get Smart, a few episodes of Get Smart that featured a painting or painters. Oh, and when, when it was released, um, Andy Warhol did a cover for the American TV Guide for Batman, and you'd also done one pre, uh, after as well for featuring Barbara Feldon from Get Smart. So they really, they really did hook into it, the Batman producers. It was the golden era of television, George, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, mate. Look after, Georgie. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, look, I've got the, with the Get Smart, just getting on to that one, um, Bronze Finger, <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously a takeoff of <laughs> Goldfinger. Uh, but Bronze Finger, he was a, um, he was, well, Max posed as a restoration artist, I think, from memory. Yeah. And Bronzefinger was making all these forgeries and selling them behind the Iron Curtain or something like that. And yeah. uh, Max had to infiltrate the scene. He had a paintbrush gun and a bulletproof palette. <laughs> ended up solving the, solving the problem. Bronzefinger. I thought you'd um, also be mentioning some of the Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes. I, we had a bit of a look, couldn't find heaps. The only one I could get was Emma Webster. Which one's that? Don't you know who Emma Webster is? No. You call yourself a TV freak. Remind me. Remind me. <laughs> Emma Webster is, uh, is Granny. Oh, okay. The Tweety. Yeah. Tweety's Granny. Yeah. That's her name, Emma Webster. I only know that because it's been a quiz question several times. But she, she's a big knitter. Yeah, oh, okay, knitter. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. mind a bit of knitting. Also a bit of a cello. Doesn't mind playing a bit of cello. <laughs> so I was thinking the one featuring, um, sort of featuring Chuck Jones in a way, Duck and Mark. Yeah. When Daffy comes on, thinks thinks he's in a normal normal cartoon, but the artist keeps mucking around with his backgrounds, and he keeps after changing character, and he gets a ray, he gets he gets raised out of it, gets rubbed out of it, um, gets put into all these situations, he gets really frustrated, and at the end he demands to know who the artist was, who the <laughs> painter was behind this, and then Bugs Bunny is yeah. sitting at his, Bugs at his desk, yeah, Duck and Mark, Ash in Adelaide, down. wanted to mention that one. There was an episode yeah. of Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny was painting the scenes for Daffy. He made yeah. everything pretty tough for him. What was it called? Duck and Muck. Duck and Muck. A-M-U-C-K, yeah. I watched uh, it again today. It's pretty good. Seven minutes of genius. Yeah, a lot of those questions, those uh, cartoons are genius. Uh, then it's one of the good things about those short cartoons is that most of them are available on YouTube now, so you can actually 
Yeah. Log in and see the one that Scott mentioned or any of them that you remember pretty easily these days. Uh, g'day, Bob. G'day. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, Who did you want to mention? One I liked was LOLO with the missing Madonna. <laughs> and, and I never, never can remember who painted the forgery painting. It was a big, it was a bit of a tome or a theme running through the whole series, wasn't it? Yes, yes, that's right, yeah. So, did yeah, Scott, who did... in the bread, bread roll at one stage and uh, all sorts of things. <laughs> the old guy with the his little German tank, the, the gay fella. Uh, they had the onion seller selling the onions. It was a spy. It was... It's so good a series, but uh, I can't remember much about it. I mean, when I when I watch it, I pick it up and I say, "Oh yeah, I remember what's going on here." There. It's a bit like that. Who do you know who painted the Madonna, Scott? No, I'm not. I'm not sure who who actually painted it, but it was the running theme in the show. Actually, I've got a story about a low low. One of my friends, you know, they came out here to do a low low stage show. Um, and I think Gordon Cage just had an accident. I, ended up, I saw it was like in the 90s, and Max Gillies filled in as Renee. But um, then they came back and did it properly, and the whole cast were out. And my friend was staying in Perth, and he didn't go to a lower low. But he was staying in this hotel this night, and all this noise was coming from next door. It sounded like they were having a party. And in the end, it got too much for him, and he went and knocked on the door and opened the door, and the whole lower low cast were in there having a party. <laughs> That's a lifelong dream, isn't it? Uh, that would have been a great thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, that's still on... Uh, I, I saw it on TV, but it's probably on YouTube, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen it for quite a while. Yeah, not sure if it'll be on YouTube, that one. Scott, you may know, but it does get repeated every now and then on the TV, I think, doesn't it? It does. It'll be on the UK channels, you know, one of those British comedies full of double entendres. <laughs> A good Trip, trip triple entendres, really, isn't it? Quadruples, I would yeah, have thought. Yeah, quadruple entendres. Um, someone wanted to say the Beverly Hillbillies, Jed Clampett, uh, whittling some wood while having a chat with his bloodhound called Duke. <laughs> oh, there, there, was, there was an episode when the Drysdales were trying to get him out and trying to get him out of the mansion, and they were trying to get them to donate the mansion to an art gallery, and they did. But then the Clampets also thought part of the deal was they had to do paintings. So they all did these paintings that they considered masterpieces for the, um, the gallery, but they weren't quite masterpieces. No, well, speaking of that, uh, we have heard in the past, that, or the question in the past, whether there was anything that Mr Ed couldn't do. <laughs> of course, he he'd, uh, tried his hand at painting as well, didn't he? He did. He painted a portrait of Wilbur's wife, um, Carol, and the best part of Mr. Red painting. What do you think Mr. Red was painting? What, what do you think Mr. Red was wearing when he was painting? A beret. A beret and a smock. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd and, and, and Owen and you would probably love the episode because the um, he ends up forcing Wilbur to take his painting along to an art critic to be assessed. And the art critic's played by John Banner, who was Sergeant, Sergeant Schultz. Sergeant Schultz, yeah. In, um, 
in Hogan's Heroes. And, of yeah. course, the art dealer buys it because it's a, such a bad painting. He wants to show it to all his students. To yeah, have you seen the pay. app, have you? It's great. Yes. I actually had a bit of a look at it today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Carol's insulted by the work, yes. the wife. Yeah. Right at the end, um, <laughs> Mr. Ed, you know, decides, oh, maybe I'm not a painter, so he takes up sculpture. <laughs> Is there anything Mr Ed can't do? No, there's not. Uh, hey, uh, Jill, good morning. Hello, good Jill. Morning. Good morning to you. Hello there. Hi there. Hi. Now, talk, Hi, Jill. Talking about sculpture, what about the episode of um, Everyone Loves Raymond where the mother makes a sculpture? Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Do you remember that one at all? That was the incredible sculpture no, of a female Part. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. I was just a bit too shy to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was it a sculpture for art, or did it have a practical purpose? Or oh, uh, well, she had to go to classes or something or other. I think she got new glasses or something, and she went. And then they tried. The family wouldn't say what it actually was. Everyone could see what it was, but she couldn't see what it was, and she wanted to sell it to the nuns to the convent. <laughs> She's, a, she's funny, funny, that one. <laughs> if not, she puts me a little bit on edge. <laughs> the mummy and yeah. everybody loves Raymond. I think it might remind me of my mum too much. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I weren't aware that she did a sculpture class, Scott. Yeah, Shirley on Facebook mentioned that, and if you want to know what the sculpture is, you can always Google it, I suppose. I think we've got some idea, Jill. Thank you for sharing it with us. <laughs> Thank you, love. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Ray in the base says, Marge Simpson is the true Renaissance woman. Besides her paintings and her sculpture, let's not forget she also is a talented fashion designer and seamstress. Yeah. See yeah. the many uh, many repurposed Chanel dresses at that, that time. She bought this expensive dress and repurposed it about five times so they could get into the, the country club. I remember that. Oh, and since you are mentioning puppets, the paint before... Um, there is actually a marionette that paints the Thunderbirds. Oh, no. Virgil, uh, the, the Tracy brother, he's the artist of the family. And there is an episode when Alan wins a car race and um, Alan's the blonde-haired one. And Virgil says, well, let me po- I'll do a portrait of you, the pose with the trophy. And Alan gets infuriated because, of course, Virgil is an abstract artist and it's, it looks very, very Dali, very Picasso, um, and he's very upset. But there's other episodes where Virgil paints, like, looks like he paints landscapes of a beach and he paints one of the um, sky ships for brains. But he's great. Every time he paints, he's got a huge smock on and a beret and one of those, you know, the huge bow ties that, that you have on the smocks? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Vir- Virgil not only is the abstract artist, he looks the abstract artist when he works. That's pretty uh, pretty. Clever art too. From it was a bit um, when you say abstract, it's a bit like Miro or Clear or one of those sixties artists. Yeah, yeah. delving in that stuff. It's pretty groovy, really. It is. Yeah, check it out. Just just Google Virgil Tracy Thunderbirds artwork, and um, you might even be able to buy a print online. Who knows? <laughs> uh, how about Phoebe's artwork of the evil-looking females coming out of the frame? That uh, in Friends. It must have been in Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and I've got this one as well. I hired an Adams Family pinball machine for a birthday party. The older model game is still one of the most popular pinball machines. The game was a real big hit with the adults and younger generation who attended, says Keith. 
pinball playing. It's almost a craft, isn't it? Uh, it is, wouldn't it? Uh, Ian from Brewerley says, Fiona Bruce had a TV series called Fake or Fortune. Yeah. They investigate yeah. paintings' value to see if they're real and, if so, how much they're worth. That would have been that interesting. Show, yeah, that showed on the ABC. You had to try and work out, yeah. Classic. Hello, Helen. Good morning, Pat and Scott. I'm glad you're both good. Yeah, Thanks. I wish I'd seen that um, Mr. Ed with a beret and a smock on. I can imagine it, but that must have been so good. <laughs> oh, Mr. Ed, he, he could do anything, Helen. He was one of I loved his song at the start. He, the song. he could fly a plane. He could drive a mail truck. He could paint pictures. I'm surprised he didn't <laughs> play any musical instruments. I'm sure he did at one point, Scott. He hung out with beatniks who played music, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote poetry. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I was thinking of, um, there was an episode of King of Queens that I found really good where yeah. um, Terry's out of work and she decides to make a bit of extra money to make um, decorative, protective mobile phone case covers. And then yeah. organises a big party with lots of friends. And unfortunately, they didn't take off, but she um, she got a new job, so that was good. But it, the acting in it made it really funny. Hmm. Yeah, do you familiar with that one, Scotty? Yeah, when you know when people decide they're artists and hold a party and force their art on people and force their friends <laughs> yeah. to try and buy them. Yeah, that that was the pretty much the premise of that episode. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I've got here um, the Roadrunner's nemesis, Wiley Coyote, used crafty art when he painted the tunnel on the rock face. He painted the tunnel, yeah. yeah he he yeah. didn't mind doing a bit of woodwork as well, the Roadrunner, yeah. constructing yeah. things. Um, g'day, thanks, Helen. G'day, Woz. Hey, Woz, you there? Oh, sorry, mate. I didn't hear you come in. That's all right. Mate, what about... What, now, this is more arty craft craft things. Yeah. What about the long, one of the longest running TV shows for kids that used to do sort of crafty things, a curiosity show? They run for over 20 years, didn't they? What craft was on the curiosity show? They, they used to make things and show the kids how to make them. Like, um, I remember, oh, he's now 35, my, my son, he was missing one day and I walked into the house and there was a, my wallet was open on the on the bench and there was a bit of tape there and yeah, and the kitchen drawer was open. He watched on the Curiosity Show how they made a, a paddle steamer out of a two-litre no. uh, soft drink bottle. He made it and they had it in the bath and was running up and down the bath. So, yeah, it was more of a craft sort of show. But, right. Yeah, well, all the kids used to watch it. I remember I used to watch it in the 70s. Yeah, I think it, was... it run for over 20 years, didn't it, Scott? Yeah, yeah, I... There was another one I used to watch. It was an English show called Take Heart with Tony Hart. And he used to teach you how to paint. But he also had that claymation character morph um, that he used to interact with. And there was another Mm. one that used to be on ABC during the day called La Linea, which was... um, There was a a character called Mr Linear, and he had a live-action hand... And he'd hold this white grease pencil and draw a line and then he'd draw the linear character, um, which was like, you know, a little sort of stick figure. 
and he'd interact with the character who's drawing and he'd, he'd present the character with all these obstacles and the obstacles would get angry with the artist, he almost fall over the ledge. So, yeah, linear and um, take heart, as well as the Curiosity Show. I was watching those when I was young. There you go, Was Thanks, mate. I think the Curiosity Show started in the late 70s. It went right yeah. through the early 90s, so that, it would have had to. So, yeah, no, it was just one I used to watch as a kid and then my son started watching it, so it was fun. It's funny Didn't, how it went for so long. I think they've relaunched it. Didn't they relaunch it online, Scott? Yeah, they've got a, I think a, they've got a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, where they post lots of old stuff and new stuff. Well, there you go, Was Get onto YouTube. Right, you might be able to find them still. Uh, a, bit, a bit old for me. I've got, got a broken finger and I wouldn't be able to craft anything. Never too old, Was <laughs> Never go too on. old for oh, I hope that's not affecting your truck driving, Was. No, no, it's just, it just looks a bit ugly. It's, it, it hasn't healed right, and it's a bit off-centre and everything at the moment. It's a bit, I'm going to have to go to the doctor, maybe have a pre-broken, I think. So all those, tru- all those trucks going past was on the road, he's not giving you the finger. He's just got a broken <laughs> one at the moment. <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> Look after was, OK? Oh, on ABC Radio, talking about arts, uh, TV artists and craft, uh, people who indulge in craft, your favourite TV characters. Give us a ring, one three hundred eight hundred triple two. The Conversation Hour. There's texts here that say everything from surrogacy is just legalised human trafficking. George has called from Melbourne. This is such an interesting conversation that my partner and I, she's currently going through the process as a surrogate. So the way that it's sort of set up is that all expenses are supposed to be covered to get them to reimburse the things that they've already agreed upon doing. To have some sort of element where there would be a payment as well at the end of it, I'm not even sure that she would have agreed to do it, to be honest. The Conversation Hour with Rochelle Hunt. Weekday mornings from 11 on ABC Radio Victoria. Scott, someone says here uh, we we need to start a petition to get Mr Ed back on TV. We need a little innocent 70s show instead of all these awful Love Island and the traitor that teach young generations to be narcissistic. Bring back Mr Ed, I'm with you there fully. Yeah, it'd be good to see some... Nice innocent. You know, yeah, some shows and, and some procedural shows. Uh, speaking of... Oh, yeah, I was just thinking play school. They used to have lots of craft on that, especially involving pipe cleaners. Oh, yes, yes. And the folding of paper. Um, round the twist. Oh, yeah. The, the dad, Tony, he was an, a sculptor. I remember he was dealing in ice sculptures at one stage and he was dealing with mannequins. Um, and Sean on Facebook mentions Murphy Brown. And she had the character Eldon, who was the house painter who was decorating her house. But Eldon would get carried away painting the house and would start painting murals in the house he was he was meant to be painting the walls for. And they were, you know, socially aware, politically aware murals. Um, so, yeah, he was meant to be a house painter, but he was probably more of an artist. Uh, yeah. Martin in Penshurst wanted to say, don't forget Ro- uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross, yeah. Is he the guy who does those paintings while you watch? He does landscapes, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like bearded guy, big hair. Yeah, yeah that's that guy. And he, it, when he's finished, it's like something you'd see in a motel room. Yeah. That guy, yeah. I'm very clever yeah, the way it, he does it. It is, uh, you know, if you follow him, it's, it's very relaxing, very meditative to watch it. But also, yeah, you can probably follow him and literally paint by numbers um mm. there's been a few shows there used to be shows on community tv on channel 30 various channel 31s with that where they were instructional in more or less art classes for half an hour yeah mm. a few people have mentioned bob ross there so he's obviously had an impact 
Uh, yeah. Someone wanted to say, Alfie wanted to say, Darren Stevens, numerous storylines in Bewitched. He's, uh, well, he's settling his advertising artworks as well as this. I've got Karen says, uh, Grenville was always painting the specials on the shop window. If a woman went by, <laughs> often Grenville's thoughts were uh, reflected in the lettering. That's from yeah. Open All Hours, the TV show. Well, I love, there was a character in the, in the early days of Sesame Street called the Number Painter. And it was this slapstick kind of character. And you can see them on YouTube. They were like 60 to 90 second little vignettes. And he would come in in these little skits and would paint, show the kids how to paint the the number properly. So he'd be painting them in bakeries. He'd be painting them in doctor's surgeries or elevators. And um, I was watching it today. And one of the players that was in all the sketches with him was Stockard Channing, who was... You know, later in Greece and um, and the and the first lady in the West Wing. So they're all from the early seventies. But again, you know, teaching the kids how to paint with a bit of slapstick. <laughs> Classic. Good morning, Lindsay. Yeah, good day, guys. Um, yeah, just wanted to talk about uh, that. Oh, I know. Yeah. In, in Blackout, it goes first. Yeah. George does a really good painting. I think it's a battle uh, front line painting. And then you know, Blackadder takes the credit to try and get the um, yeah. cushy painting job away from the front line. I remember this episode so well, Lindsay. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, he's, they're uh, basically wanting to put a cover on the, the front cover for The King and I publication, wasn't it? And so, yes, George, who's a very good painter, he d- does a couple and Blackadder pretends it's him, so he gets sent away from the front line. But really, it was a trick because... General Melchett was really what they wanted was someone to go forward across no man's land and paint the enemy positions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very funny scenes in that, that particular episode of Back Out of Goes Forth. Can you remember any of them, Lindsay? Oh, I love the Black Arrow, but yeah. Yeah. Because they're, um, they're, they're, when they're crawling over no man's land, they've got a map. <laughs> And George has got the map, and Blackadder says, uh, can you see where we are? He goes, there's these little mushroom things. Uh, they must belong to whoever owns the map, because they all say, mine, mine, mine. Yeah. <laughs> Blackadder goes, you stupid. And he goes, no, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and they both stand up. Stupid, 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 stupid. And uh, Blackadder and Baldrick, sorry, Baldrick and George get hammered by the, uh, the fire that comes their way. Great episode of Black Adder, Lindsay. Yep. I'm glad you remembered it. Thank you. I forgot all about that one, Scott. That one, yeah. There's, yeah. there's Mr Bean as well. Who, What's he do? He, remember he, there was an art class. He goes and visits a primary school, his old <laughs> primary school, and he goes into a life drawing class, mm. and he's a bit shocked by the nudity. Yeah. And he just sort of can't look. He's trying to do this painting without looking. Anyway. There was in Star Trek Next Generation, Captain Picard goes to life drawing classes. <laughs> There's lots of art on, on board the on board the various spaceships too, on if that's what they're called. On um, in Star Trek episodes too. There was an also SpongeBob SquarePants, talking about art class, there was an art class in that where Squidward Tentacles was holding the art class and SpongeBob was his student. <laughs> And Squid would, uh, you know, he, he t- tries to teach him how to do sculpture and painting. And every time SpongeBob does one, it's a masterpiece. You know, all of a sudden he taps a block of, of cement and it turns into the statue of David. <laughs> well, doesn't he live in 
one of those sort of statues, like Easter Island statues. Squidward, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, B mentioned another one in number 96 in the 70s, and there was a minor uproar when the artist painted Norma Whitaker, who was the, the owned the bar, and he, he painted her clothes, but when it was unveiled, it was um, like Goya's nude mayor, which, you know, it was her reclining. So I think when Jack bought the... Um, wine bar later, he, he he put this big nude painting of Norma behind the bar, which a bit like she was lying horizontal, whereas Chloe at Young and Jackson's, the pub in Melbourne, she's standing up, isn't she? So I wonder if it was a nod to that. There's plenty of uh, reclining moods, I would have thought, through, yeah, through the yeah. painting. Uh, Donald, g'day. Uh, morning, lads. That, that Blackadder episode, is, is that the same one where they say, oh, let's uh, do a painting of uh, a nun laying on the ground and the, the nasty hun over the top of her. And, and Baldrick says, my father was a nun. He says, what do you mean? He goes, well, every time he went to court and the judge says, what do you do? And he says, uh, what, what's your occupation? He says, none. <laughs> that was... It, yeah. it might be the same episode. Um, I rang about uh, kid, kids' art shows was... Um, one you missed was Art Attack. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah. the British um, uh, fellow, uh, Neil, I think his name was. Um, yeah. And uh, they, he would, I don't know, use uh, Neil Buchanan. He would use um, hay bales or, or socks yeah. or, or something, and he'd do art uh, out of it. I used to love that show. <laughs> well, I, my, my boy was young at that time, uh, so he was sort of before 10 and we'd, he'd be up early so we had to watch that show <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, yeah Art Attack you remember that one don't you, Scott yeah it was on ABC it was an English show on ABC and yeah you can definitely watch all them online too <laughs> yeah and you know used to be some really clever little things they did on that show yeah, it was a bit liberal with the paint there was splashes of paint everywhere you knew if you were trying to do it yourself at home you'd be cleaning up for the rest of the day. That's what I... I it's, he went a bit Pollock at times, didn't he? Spraying it around. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're right. It, you, don't try this one at home, even though yeah. they're encouraging you to do it. <laughs> it can be messy. Hey, good on you, Donald. Thank you. All right. Thanks, boys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Uh, Julian, g'day. Hello. Ju- good morning, Julian. Hi. Which program do you want to mention? Um, I think it's already been mentioned um, already, Mr. Squiggle. Um, Norman Hetherington invented it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to watch it when I was younger, as a kid. And, um, yeah, it's weird. How do you know, how do you know that Norman, Norman Hetherington was the puppeteer? Um, Wikipedia actually told me. Um, okay. He's, he was also known as Heth, and he was a puppeteer and puppet designer of Mr. Squiggle. Yep. Um... Look, it's something. Look, I reckon, Julian, it's something we need to look at on the program down the track. Puppets and dolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Japanese have a really good puppet puppetry um, art art form called Banaku or something like that. Um, Oh, yep. Very interesting. Oh, it's amazing how they convey the emotions and everything just through a puppet. And the thing is, they don't do it anymore because now everything's animated. They sort of don't need strings and marionettes, do they? So it was, it was yeah. a time and a place in television when they used puppets. 
Yeah, I mean, in the, in the Exorcist film, they used, uh, like, a, you know, real-life um, vomit, real-life, you know, uh, bed-shaking. There was no nothing animated. There's nothing, you know, on the computer, CGI or anything like yeah, that. No. It was all real, real. Didn't um, they say that Linda Blair needed a lot of counselling after the making of The Exorcist? <laughs> That's it. I was wondering if it the same thing about whether um, Wendy Adams ever needed any counselling because <laughs> she, she was pretty dark. Hey, good suggestion, Jules. Thanks. Uh, no worries, mate. Uh, I was lucky enough to interview Northern, Norman Hetherington. Really? In the 90s. Yeah, I went to his house and it was, he had an amazing collection of Norman Lindsay prints too. And huh. Norman Lindsay's as well. And um, I, it was a great interview with him. I talked to him about, you know, creating Mr. Squiggle and it was so simplistic. At one stage I said, how did you come up with steam shovel and he just looked out the window and just said one day there was a steam shovel digging you know working in the road so i got the inspiration but um it was great to see when he went in character because he had the same i'm moving like mr squiggle does and and norman had the same movements you know he was a you know classic puppeteer yeah they don't make them like that anymore scott they don't no. no um so yeah and someone actually said before that blackboard was the original art critic on Mr. Squiggle. <laughs> he, he was fairly Hurry critical. Up. He was fairly critical. <laughs> Didn't like to be uh, waiting too long, did he? <laughs> uh, someone but reckons... That, well, yeah, that, that's a great introduction for art. <laughs> you know, it was unconventional art. He was... What, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? And you turned upside down. You'd, you'd have your head upside down as a kid looking at the TV or as an adult looking at looking the TV, trying to work out what Mr Squiggle was drawing. Yeah, yeah. it was upside down half the time. Very clever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got someone suggests that Mr Ed's theme song has satanic messages when played backwards. Oh, <laughs> 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 Hello, Steve. Hey, here you go, man. Good, thanks. Uh, you know, uh, earlier this morning I rang up about the, the music one with the, the B-52s, but I couldn't get the rock lobster off the tip of my tongue as yeah. soon as I hung up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what I want to talk about is um, yeah, uh, Mr. Maker on the ABC. Um, he, he's got what everything he does is all from recycled, um, recycled stuff. So he just makes amazing artworks, amazing, like, little things, puppets and and yeah. toys, things for kids to play with and to make from empty bottles and bottle caps and, and all those type of things is quite good. Actually, I've got a text here from Ash in Adelaide. It said, yes, uh, Art Attack, I forgot about that. Mr Maker is the one that I was most recently impressed with on ABC Kids. He's pretty handy. Yeah. Very, very handy, yeah. And, uh, make it in a minute is one of the things he does and he makes yeah. a puppet in a minute, you know, and travels all over the world and, and uh, yeah, uh, he's pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to check that one out, Scott. Same yeah. with me. I'm writing it down now to watch this week. Mr. Maker. Yeah. Good one, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, all right. No worries. Great, great silver and silver milk bottle tops. They're a staple on play school <laughs> too, along with the pipe cleaners. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, who else did I want to mention here? Um, Hyacinth Bouquet. Um, she did a bit of craft. Thought she was an artist, did she? She did. It was more crafty. She it was floral arrangements, of course. Um, she, she, in fact, she got all indignant because she only won second prize. She was runner-up when she entered her uh, her floral arrangement, her mm. freestyle floral decoration of a table centerpiece. <laughs> only got second prize, and that was at a local craft shop. So, 
uh, yeah, didn't, wasn't too happy about that one. Um, the other one I wanted to mention as far as um, hobbies go, sorry, but as far as craft goes, yeah. is knitting. Yeah. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. Because Gromit uh, was, was a big knitter. The, <laughs> the, dog. the dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what he used to sit there knitting. But, uh, and then he ran out of wool, and this was yeah. the whole premise for... Oh, the, the sheep. The sheep. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the inventor, Wallace, he invented the Knitomatic. Yeah. And the Knitomatic, uh, the first sheep to go in the Knitomatic, um, came out terrified. And you know who that sheep was? No. It's called Shaun the Sheep. Oh, Shaun the Sheep. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so yeah. the birth of Shaun the Sheep was in an episode Shaun. of Wallace and Gromit uh, with the Knitomatic machine. Right. Yeah, and it's all because uh, you know, Gromit likes to knit. He's a good knitter too. Well, I, speaking of animals, I didn't have it on my list, but Judy reminded me, Skippy. Surely he painted at some point, wouldn't he? Mark and Clancy, that episode when Sonny wanted to get good school marks and he had some horrendous paintings, so Mark and Clancy both substituted their own paintings and then they ended, ended up in a uh, competition and international art critics thought the paintings from Mark and Clancy were good and Sonny was going to be lauded as a genius. Uh, and John also mentioned on Facebook the other episode with Tony Ward, who used to be in Hunter, um, he was an eccentric, of course, artist working in the in the um, in Waratah National Park. And guess who his model was? Who? Skippy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he was on a commission from Adrian Gillespie, head of the national parks, <laughs> to paint wildlife. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, I got a text here from Larry Scott. It says Scott, what an amazing amount of knowledge you have. Absolutely incredible, sir. That could be a good way to finish uh, finish our episode this morning. Hey, great talking to you, Scott, as always. It's good to get arty, wasn't it, Pat? It was very nice. (laughs) A bit too highbrow for me, but it was good fun. Hey, cheers, Scott. Uh, See ya. Scott Goodings, the TV freak, will be back in a fortnight with some more TV for us.